So Crisp, a tasty bite-sized podcast that serves business, bravery, branding, beauty, sex, love, motherhood, womanhood, feminism, labels, psychology, marketing, messaging, mavenry, musicals, and the mess we call life. All deliciously dished up and ready to consume. In fact, is there anything we don't discuss? Not with Jay Crisp Crow, copywriting queen from Crisp Copy in the kitchen. I hope you're hungry. This episode is brought to you by How Dare She, a platform celebrating women who dare and their unique stories. Built on a social enterprise model, How Dare She brings writers, designers, tech folk and women in business from all around the globe together to support education for all girls around the world and amplify the voices of women. Now, Shannon, this is how we start the So Crisp podcast. What is your favourite word? Oh, Jay, you knew I'd have trouble answering this. <laughs> picking just one? Yeah. I know, I picking just one. Yeah, whatever. I looked at this <laughs> this is how we're going to start. I'm like, not a chance. Uh, so <laughs> I'm going to be greedy and I'm going to throw three words that have been okay. very, very strong in my world for a long time. I love them in my life, but I really love them in my business. And those words are effortless, thrive and permission. Yum. For me, I had a big ch- um, chat with Lauren White the other day about the word permission and what a fabulous word it is. Um, but I really wanted to ask you about effortless because when I remember the first time I ever read effortless on your website and I thought, well, that's a load of malarkey. I guess. <laughs> but I'm sorry. But if you're trying to sell me effortless business, and this was probably about in year two when I was just like, what oh, am I doing? Exactly. Um, but I think it's kind of like fearless. It's not a lack of fear. It's not a lack of effort. It's just um, moving through it so that you make things, yeah. And, you know, as you know, and then now everyone's going to get to hear, I, you don't use effortless as a word independently. I ref- use the phrase <laughs> effortless success, uh, but which also can trigger even more for people going, yeah, whatever, <laughs> chance. But I am very quick to say this is not success without effort. It is the result of the effort. But I am a huge believer in the fact that things can be a hell of a lot easier than we allow them to be and that we expect them to be in business. And that's not saying that business isn't going to be hard, isn't going to be tough, isn't going to be challenging, isn't going to be annoying at different times, but it can be easier. And that's what I wanted to start that conversation for people so they could see and feel that that was a possibility that things could be easier. And do you think, do a lot of people ask you about that, what that means in your business, in your branding? Very much so. And uh, it's been a a common topic of conversation. And (laughs) I have clients sometimes that I work with, you know, my private clients for a period of time and and they'll say, I'm waiting for that effortless thing to kick in. (laughs) (laughs) Where's that you promised me? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There was no promises. I remember I said it's not effortlessness without effort. when they start to experience some of it, which inevitably they do, uh, it is fabulous because they'll come back and they go, you know what? I got it. That just felt amazing. Yes, it feels easier. This is all starting to come together now. I get I can do this. And that's the, the magic point at which that, I guess the tipping point of which that goes from the effort is monumental to, oh, this effortless thing she's been going on about. I think I get what that might be like and I want more of it. Yeah. Yeah. I remember used to, my mum used to say to me a bit like, oh, just go with the flow. And I always used to think of dead fish. Like I think the only things that go with the flow are dead fish. Um, I'm not a go with the flower, but I do understand that feeling now where you are in 
almost like you're in the zone, you're in the right place, you're in the right time, you've done the work, things start to pay off. Yes. That, and, it, and it feels like for that moment that nothing, you can't, nothing can, not nothing can go wrong, but nothing can touch you. Yes, you're you're just golden. Yeah, yeah. and that, that is, you know, I actually refer to that as being in your effortless success zone. zone yeah. And when I'm describing that to people, I often do use that analogy of flow. So it's funny that you mentioned about the fish, but, you know, people do <laughs> phrase flow or that word flow a lot to describe when things are moving when things do feel easier when as you said you you know it's a golden you are untouchable and, and everything even if something really terrible happened that your resilience would be so strong you could bounce back yeah. um, much quicker and move forward and be okay learn from it find the positive in it all those things and you know there is a huge in-depth psychology um, or psychological theory and the theory of flow, which has been well-documented and, and is often referred to certainly in my world. Uh, and it really, in the simplest form, it is describing that state that you can get into when time seems to fall away. The crazy mm-hmm. stuff in our mind, which is telling us we can't do, we shouldn't do or whatever, that just stops and you you feel good, you have energy from whatever it is that you're doing, uh, you the confidence builds and you feel like you could do it forever and you become very productive. And that's that's what flow and effortlessness is all about. Well, we all need a bit of that. So that's okay that you've had three that you, because you know, I knew you were going to overachieve on this. I knew we were going to go over. I knew you would have more than one word. That's okay. But I I wanted to invite you on. Um, I, I was, I was writing down your bio and then I just morphed it and I wrote, um, Oh, breaker of chains, permission giver to superstars and archetype expert. Um, so I wanted to get you on the podcast to talk to you about this fascinating subject of the archetypes, um, because you've created, there's, I mean, there's lots of, um, there's lots of kind of different ways to look at branding and different ways to look at personalities, uh, online and all over the world, but you created an archetype, uh, system or do you use a better word for it uh, well framework is probably the framework yes because yeah, yeah I've, I've, I've struggled to find this it's not a system it's not a model and so framework is mm-hmm. being that. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah but it's fascinating and and in doing that and in teaching your people about themselves you've really brought together a pretty incredible community where it's it's fascinating so i came to your um I came to your book launch recently um, and one of the women that spoke about um, her finding herself through her archetypes called her archetypes the bitches, um, which suited me. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I I feel like they're like different elements of my personality and they come out depending on, you know, which showgirl is needed at the time. Uh Yeah. 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 Who's required on the stage? Okay. That Jay, please show up. Um, But what was amazing about being in that room is that it's really fascinating when everybody speaks a similar kind of language and you can engage with each other with a knowledge about yourself and the other person. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. So that whole creating a community, it was that part of the plan. Always part of the plan. <laughs> that doesn't surprise uh, I, me. <laughs> no, sure, sure it doesn't. While I am incredibly independent and I am you know, one of my archetypes, I'm sure we'll talk about these a little bit more as we go along, is the visionary creator. So I am often out there in the, in the, in the future and can sometimes struggle to be in the here and now and have a foot in, in this you know, current space and time. So creating community is a way for me to anchor myself but not hold myself back, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I wanted to surround myself with others that were 
not on the similar path in terms of we didn't have to be in the same types of businesses or those things, but we wanted more. We wanted to understand ourselves better, which has been a big uh, part of my why for, you know, for as long as I can remember my whole life. I've had a fascination with understanding myself, but certainly understanding individuals and teams and how people work together or maybe not work together so well in different yeah. capacities yeah. so yeah community was always part of it and that was uh, a very emotional evening for me yes I finally got my book out there and everyone was loving it but standing there and watching and going this is what I imagined this is what mm. my visionary creator could see and she can see a whole lot more than the what 70 something women that were in that room of course um but that was the starting point. That was the, a huge affirmation point for me to go, all that stuff I've been dreaming about, visioning, d proactively working towards creating, it is truly a reality and is more amazing than I felt. It's not that I ever d doubted how amazing it could be, but it was even better in real life than yeah. even my vivid imagination could, could conjure up. Yeah. So, you know, given that, because we could talk about archetypes all day and we have yes, a couple of times now, um, <clears throat> but given that we have such a short amount of time, what, tell us a little bit about your, the way, the framework that you've created and how you see those archetypes best used in the women that you teach about the archetypes. Definitely. Thank you. Uh, so there are 12 archetypes in the, the Thrive Factor framework. It used to be called personal leadership style because it's still underlying everything is the notion of personal leadership and about that when we come to know ourselves through our archetypes and an individual profile will be on average three or four archetypes, sometimes five, Couple of people got six, bit greedy maybe. Three. Man, I felt ripped off. I only got three when I found out other people had five. I know. I do remember that. And there's often articles <laughs> I don't have as many as someone else. And I've had people in the past go, I'm just gonna have that one because I want it. Even yeah. I, I'm doing that. I'm doing I that. I know you do that, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, so of those when we come to know ourselves through our archetypes, we can then step into the space where we can give ourselves permission. So that's where that word comes in to really uh, own the strengths that we have by the way of our archetypes, to also understand that we will have potential challenges, but that those they are very much potential, as I say, often and increasingly often. Just because I've listed a bullet point of challenges in my book <laughs> doesn't mean that that's all going to come true for you because you've got to take into the, the consideration that Every one of us has a different combination of archetypes, plus other experiences, you know, that got us to where we are now, wherever or we are in this chronological age. Um, there's other things that have impacted us that may, that will highly likely impact the way that our archetypes play out and the interaction mm -hmm. of each other. Yeah. So, and so a lot of people, you, you talk to a lot of people about their archetypes. Can you yeah. tell us about yours? I can, I can. And it's, it's been lovely, actually, because you're not the first person that's invited me to talk about my <laughs> archetypes more. Um, and, and, I, and I do love them. I have four, so I've got one more than you, Jay. Um, <laughs> you're working on your fourth, I know that, which <laughs> makes me laugh. Uh, and I, um, you know, when I first did this profiling on myself, okay, you know, when you're creating something, or certainly those of us that are creative beings, when we create something, we often do a lot of the testing and the working out on ourselves mm -hmm. you know, and nearest and dearest to see how, if, if does this thing really work? Does it really make sense? And of my four archetypes, there was one that I was a little bit surprised about. Uh, and when I've really come to work with her, I've come to realize that she is the engine room, if you like, underneath all of this work. 
most definitely. And that's my liberator engineer archetype. The liberator part of her has, you know, the core value that I live by with that archetype is freedom. It is about creating liberation from whatever's holding me back and whatever's getting me stuck and living a life where I feel more free all the time. And that gives me incredible energy and allows my engineer to do all the work that she needs to do, which is the, she's the action taker. She's the one that takes all the dreaming stuff that my visionary creator has and turns it into reality. Uh, she's the, the engineer of the, the better engineer is a big picture woman. She can see all the moving parts, understands how things move together. She loves to build stuff and tinker with things and make sense of things. I use her a lot when I'm writing. And I know when you and I did some coaching together and I was um, learning, you know, so many techniques from you about how to refine my writing it was my engineer that would have been getting in there and and moving things around and playing with the, with different sort of structures and frameworks and things that you were teaching me uh, so that's my liberator engineer um, the gift of the, the liberator also has a a beautiful ability not only to create freedom for herself which sometimes she forgets to do but she has a gift for create for building so engineering solutions systems frameworks and outcomes for others to feel more free so the thrive right. factor is about freedom yeah it is yeah, about nice. it is so a you've got a really you've got a really nice mix do you feel like yeah. do you ever come across uh, someone who has um, archetypes that don't work well together yeah, often. <laughs> very, very often, very often. But no, I do I do have a great mix with that and my visionary creator with all the big dreaming mm. uh, stuff that she does and that the creator also is quite an action taker when she can get a get herself grounded. Mentor teacher, so love learning, love sharing, love teaching. And my inspire believer, who is all about everything being excitable and really fabulous and let's look at the the wonderful things that can motivate us and help us do wonderful things in the world. So yeah, beautiful blend. But yes, there's often times when I look at someone's profile and I no, I don't feel sorry for them. I shouldn't say that was what my first phrase that came to mind. But I do look and go, oh, this could be tough. Yeah. Uh, and I feel great honour and, and privilege to be able to sit in a space with someone in a profiling session. And then if we work together in different ways afterwards, either coaching or Market to Thrive, you know, membership and things like that, where people, where I'm sitting with them and working with them and helping them to understand the dynamic of who they are and how they can actually really give themselves permission to truly own and use their strengths and not feel like they are um, at uh, almost trapped in the challenges that have been dominant in their yeah. life. And you're right, it is a dynamic because even the, the weaknesses, the challenges part of your archetypes are not necessarily weaknesses. No, um, no. Or negative. That's right, because there are there are just times and places to bring those girls out and let them wear the party shoes, where yes. there's other times where they can't participate because they're not going to do the best thing. That's yeah. the best thing for you. <laughs> Which yeah. you know, I'm talking about now. My advocate rescuer. <laughs> like, who are you start confessing about who are you telling us about? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's just it's just that learn. Well, like once you understand that, I think it's so much easier to figure out how to. It, it, it's almost, I feel like it's, I, you know, as I've said, I feel like they're separate women that live inside me, which probably says something about my psyche. But it's, it's almost like, yeah, taking them and turning them around and saying, no, no, pay attention to this, lovely. Um, yeah. Or this is not your turn. You need to sit back down. That's it. That's it. And, you know, you, I, I'm sure that I would have said this to you like you know, th three plus years ago when we did your profile. You know, I encourage every woman that I work with to look at her archetypes as her group of new besties. Yeah, if you mm -hmm. want to call them bitches or whatever, I don't care. <laughs> whatever you do, 
Uh, and yeah, that was someone, you know, it was the beautiful Kerry Duff Bortham from yeah. the short who said that. And so yeah. has, she, exactly. And one of her archetypes is the pioneer seeker, which is the trickster. So mm. it was no surprise that that came out of Kerry's mouth at all. <laughs> yeah. But it's a look at them as your besties and, and understand that, you know, just like a group of friends, sometimes we're going to get on. Sometimes we're not. Sometimes someone's going to feel left out. Sometimes someone's going to want to take the stage and dominate everything. Mm. You know, someone might go into hiding. Someone just might have a dummy spit about something. So it's about looking at all of these yeah, different parts of ourselves. And they are sometimes, they can feel quite disconnected and like they are individual and not connected in any way, shape or form. Mm. Um, but, you know, if someone's not having a good day in that group, then somebody else probably is. So you just sit there and, and, yeah. and do a little dialogue. And this is, I guess, my my no I guess I know my background in counseling and therapy is very useful for this work because it's you know sit there and, and have a conversation with yourself and that's a, a very um, empowering thing to do and to just to reflect you know okay ladies what mm. who needs what yeah and <laughs> that time and that permission to just allow them to speak and allow those parts of you to come forward and you know give yourself then what you may need in that moment and you know what if you don't know what you need in that moment you've you, and you've got my book or you've done some work with me you've got a list of strengths and it's like go and choose a strength and just start there yeah figure it out so um, what do you i know you're not like like a like best friends group you're not supposed to have a favorite but do you have a favorite archetype of the 12 mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't, Jay, because in the early days, I probably did have more favourites and I don't so much now because I have worked with every archetype through the course of the work that I've done with women. You know, we're talking in the, the realms of 400 to 450 profiles I've done in the last few years. That's a huge number of experiences and a huge number of archetypes and dynamics in, in, you know, in terms of the different types of archetypes people have in a profile. So I have... There's some that I haven't seen come up as regularly in women in business. So mother nurturers are not that common. Um, visionary creators are, are very rare. Uh, and, you know, but there's others that are very, very common. The advocate rescuer that you have. Um, Shapeshifter alchemist is a really common archetype. Mm -hmm. uh, mental teacher is a really common one. But I love all of them for their own little quirks. And, and in through the profiling I've done, I've got to know the archetypes better. And that's why, you know, publishing The Thrive Factor in its current format in the ridiculous number of words that are in that very huge book <laughs> didn't happen any earlier because I needed the time. And now I can see I tried to push it, but I needed that time to, to do more research, if you like, and to really pay attention and to record my observations and to really know the 12 of them so intimately um, and also, as I always am with being a mental teacher, open to learning more about them. So <laughs> you know, there will be another version of the book in some regards, I'm sure, in the future. Oh, it might, might be individual books. might have to be 12 individual books in some, yeah, there'll be too much knowledge. Okay, so then that would make me happy because I would only have to yeah. buy three and other women would have to buy five. <laughs> There's always an upside. There's yeah. always a balance in the dynamic, isn't there? Someone sits down, someone stands up. That's how it works. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I've loved talking to you. But before we wrap up, Shannon, I need you to tell me what's so crisp in your life right now. Tell us about all your good stuff. And again, you know, I looked at this and thought, Jay just probably wants me to just come up with one succinct thing. And of course there's not. Um, <laughs> you know, the, the book has been amazing. And as I said, you know, you can tell from what I've shared and you know personally that this, it's been years in the making. Um, and uh, very different to my first book from so long ago, which looks really pitiful and tiny in comparison, but I was so proud of it at the time. And this yeah. is just a great sign of evolution. So everything to do with the launching in the book, but what um, that's led to is 
um, I my program around mindset, money, and personal leadership that you've been heavily involved in, Mark to Thrive, is getting a is got a had a makeover in the process of having a makeover. So Mark to Thrive 2.0, where I'm bringing even more of the how do we use this knowledge of our own archetypes and potentially the archetypes of our clients in our marketing, which is very exciting, and also the launch of Thrive Factor School, which is something that again my visionary creator saw when I pulled all this together in the year 2010-11. It's about women coming on board and working with me to to really to be certified to go in and to come do profiling which is that would make life business life and business relationships so much easier if you could just from the get-go understand each other and what you need from the conversation from the project from the way that we treat each other from the way that we communicate um goodness that would much yeah that would yeah So very excited, you know, there's a there's a beautiful little group of women collecting as the first, um, you know, inaugural students and, you know, they are not surprised by the archetypes. They are visionary creators, pioneer seekers, all the people that jump in first, mm-hmm. uh, your yeah, mentor teachers. Uh, so, yeah, lovely to be able to look at that and, you know, to understand from an archetypal perspective using my own framework the type of women that are going to be attracted to do that in the very first round. So, yeah, that'll be a beautiful June to, to uh, November, December time um, of their first um, intake, doing, you know, getting them graduated and then also seeing which of them want to then take it a next step and learn how to do it uh, and profile and use it from a business perspective mm-hmm. as well. So oh, that's, that's so really- exciting. It is exciting. And, you know, when I'm not doing that, I'm dreaming about, you know, uh, going on retreats and facilitating and doing all sorts of things and lots of speaking that I'm doing. And you're speaking at the same event as Elizabeth Gilbert. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. And if someone just went, just switched off and doesn't know who we're talking about, then they shouldn't be listening. I don't no. think. Can you just rub up against her and then not wash and oh, then come home yeah. and rub me? Oh, well, yes, I can. That's weird. That's a weird request. It's but weird. It's weird. But you know no. what I mean. Yeah, I'll, then I'll tell her. I'll say, I'm just, just doing this for my friend Jay. But, you know, Jay, you could come. You could come to retreat. Um, I, yeah, I'm fairly, I'm fairly, it looks like an amazing, amazing retreat. I'll make sure that I pop the details in the show notes. Yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, yes. Yeah, so and and then lots of stand-up paddleboarding, I hope, in your future. I will definitely be yeah, doing lots of stand-up paddleboarding. My, my true reminder that it is all about balancing <laughs> everything yeah. in your life. Of course, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, this uh, I've loved having you. I, I mean, we could talk about this all day, but I promised myself that I wouldn't. So, <clears throat> so let's do the outro. This has been so crisp, and my special tasty guest has been Shannon Bush from Creative Possibility, and she's the author of The Thrive Factor. Now, um, normally, um, I get people to fill in this little bit for the outro with one sentence, but <laughs> guess what? Shannon didn't. So Shannon liberates big dreaming, big hearted, big to-do list women from all the stuff that shows up when you start and grow a business. She does this with her groundbreaking Thrive Factor experience, an archetypal profiling framework affording her clients tangible insights into their own mindset, relationship with money and more effortless ways to market and create magnetism. So they draw the best to them, opportunities, clients, confidence, and so much more. If you want to discover and leverage your effortless success zone, then this business Yoda is your woman. May your day be crisper than Melbourne in the morning 
You've been listening to So Crisp with copywriter, copy coach, and consultant Jay Crisp Crow. If you've loved this episode, get all the juicy details and links at crispcopy.com.au forward slash podcast. Make sure you never miss a bite by subscribing to So Crisp wherever you get your podcasts. Want to help us spread the deliciousness? Rate and review this show and share with your mates. Remember, if there's a copy question you want nibbled at, email me straight away right now.